From grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey, and Miles isn't here. So oh, I'm not Miles. <laughs> no, you are not Miles. You are Rick. Uh, Miles' work schedule changed, which is why we weren't on last week and why we are recording late this week. Uh, we should be recording with Miles again this weekend. Hopefully, we'll see. Miles is kind of all over the place with his new work schedule, and I'm not going to stay up till the wee hours of the morning <laughs> and give Miles. you a substandard show. And his beard. Yes. Uh, and with Miles not being here, uh, Miles also has the show notes for this week. So nice. Rick and I are ca- kind of going to wing it. Um Rick is a uh, fellow home brewer, uh, mm. fairly new to it, right, Rick? Yep. Um, I think I'm not sure if you've been on the show or I can't remember uh, if you've been on the show or not, and I you can't remember. either. No. So uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about your home brewing experience? I've only made a few batches. Um, I got into it because because I thought it was cool. Yeah. And then I was like, I drink my own beer, <laughs> and so. I started brewing. Uh, so what batches have you done? I did... My first batch was a wit beer. And how did that, that turn out? Turned out okay. Uh, you did extract for that first one, right? Yeah. All right. And then I did a partial grain for uh, amber, I think. I think an amber was my next one. Okay. And then I tried... How'd the, uh, how'd the amber... I don't think I ever tried any of your amber. Yeah, my dad tried all of it. <laughs> uh, then we could, we, uh, we brewed a Belgian double, which my dad tried all of. And then uh, I tried to make a couple of wheat beers that I experimented with, but both of those went bad. Okay, I rem- I remember the wheat beers, and I think I was there for your first brew day. Yeah. But the two in between, I had no idea that you'd done. Yeah, that's awesome. I did one with my dad and one by myself. And your dad drank both of them, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> did what? Did he? Did he make it the full like uh, two weeks after bottling before they were carved, or were they gone pretty pretty no, quick? Yeah. After about a week and a half, he started tearing into the double. <laughs> and he was complaining that it wasn't carved. I'm like, yeah, I know because you didn't it's wait. Not done yet. <laughs> and I hid one bottle, and that's what made it through to be fully carbonated. Okay, cool. So at least there's one bottle <laughs> out of the fifty that you made. Yeah. Don't worry about that sound. It's what not important. I don't know. I tried to follow the tube, and it goes over to the neighbors somewhere. <laughs> All right then. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a tube that makes a sound every once in a while. <laughs> it's a rental. You should uh just pinch it off. <laughs> no, but what if it's really important? <laughs> if it's making noise, who cares? But if it what if it's really important? I don't I don't want to cause an explosion. I don't know what that tube does. That could be an explosion tube. That's weird. Um, all right, so have you done anything beer-related this week before I dive into my beer-related things? 
Well, I haven't brewed anything, but I've drank beer. Hey! <laughs> I like doing that. Anything good? Um, what was it? The, uh... It was the New Glarus Black IPA, Black Top. Oh, okay, Black that Top. That was pretty good. Yeah. I so, liked that. with... Have you had very many Black IPAs? Not really. Okay, I I can't remember uh, how the New Glarus one is, but for my for the most part, I have I have trouble liking black IPAs because it's something about the roast malt and the citrus of the hop, like especially uh, if we're talking like quote unquote Cascadian dark ales, which is what douchebags call them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, there there's just something about those flavors that doesn't meld well. It's it's like putting oranges in a cup of coffee. You just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I liked the the black top from New Glarus. Okay. I guess I didn't pay that much attention to how it was tasting, though. Okay. I had already had a couple other beers. <laughs> so. Yeah, that works. That one was good. That works. Um, I did, well, I didn't do any brewing this weekend, but I did finally get my uh, pale ale that I brewed a few weeks ago kegged. Yeah. Um, it's, I dry hopped it. I put an ounce of Falconer's Flight, uh, in the, uh, in, in each of the buckets and it has a very, very nice aroma and flavor, at least when it was flat and warm. It's in kegs right now. Should be cold. We'll do, uh, an official tasting on Homebrew Bound this next week. Okay. Uh, when it's nice and fresh. Uh, that's the light speed clone I tried to do. Okay. But they were out of Millennium Hops. And so it was supposed to be Falconer's Flight and Millennium. And, you know, Millennium Falcon was the original right. name of the beer, and then they changed it to Falconer's Flight. Uh, I called mine Let the Wookiee Win because <laughs> I thought it was clever. and But they were out of that, so I substituted uh, Nugget and uh, something else for the, for the Millennium. I have the recipe somewhere. We talked about it, uh, I guess, last time we recorded the show. We okay. talked about it. Uh, and so far turned out really well, hit all my numbers and very just almost like fruit candy like beer. It's, it's fantastic. I'm really excited for it to be carved and ready to go. Oh, I'm excited to try it. Yeah, it should. And it came in at like 7%. So it should be a nice, nice, nice solid pale ale, a little higher than I usually like, but it's what the, it's what the clone called for. So, well, you gotta do it. Right. Uh, other than that, uh, we did a tour slash interview at Bent Brew Stillery again. Uh, it was one year after uh, we were there last time. Yeah, how was that? It was awesome. Uh, so we got they they closed the tap room at five on Sundays. We got there about uh, four thirty, and our our interview was at five when they closed. So we got there. We were able to try a couple of their beers before we went through, and we you know Bartley. Super nice guy, super knowledgeable, and loves to talk about his brewery. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure every brewer does. <laughs> once you once you get them started talking about their beer, and in his case, his liquor as well, right. it it's a lot of fun. They're they're doing some very interesting things. I don't want to give it all away because the interview is phenomenal, and Bartley uh, will tell it a lot better than I can. Uh, and that's going to be on uh, the Department of Defense this weekend. Okay. So check that out. But I will say this, in his still, he's doing something that I've never heard of somebody doing, and I'm really excited. So when he first got his still up and running, uh, he like when he first got the, the okay from the 
from the government that he could start distilling. Yeah. He's like, oh crap, I got, I got, I need to find something to distill right now. I don't care what it is. I just want to <laughs> distill something. And he found a bunch of double IPA that was just kind of hanging out in the brewery, not doing anything. <laughs> so he distilled it and stuck it in a barrel, and tried it after uh, after a bit and. Like the hop character was still like came through. It was starting to like you know get a nice good whiskey flavor. It's like and IPA liquor. It's uh, he calls it IPA ski. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And so he's like, well, I found another 160 gallons of it, and <laughs> we ran it through the still. <laughs> so yeah, they're going to be doing an IPA whiskey or IPA ski. That's awesome. Which I'm so excited for. I'm going to at least buy one bottle that I don't care what it's going to cost me, but I need to have it. Yep. That's something we need to I, have on the I show. I have to buy one, too. <laughs> it's going to be great. Super excited. And That's their awesome. gin is one of the best gins I've ever had. It's so good. And it's 114 proof, right on. which is pretty high for a gin. But yeah, no, it was, and the, the tap room's gorgeous. It was a Did lot Did they make fun. rum? They have not made any rum yet. I want rum. I know. They're making a vodka, <laughs> a gin, and a few different whiskeys right now. And IPA-ski. IPA-ski. <laughs> it sounds super... I, I can't figure out if it sounds Russian or just super Midwest. Yeah, I don't know. It does, though. <laughs> it sounds like one sounds of those. sounds one of them. Yeah. Uh, so you went to a new beer store this afternoon. Yep. Uh, four Firkins in Oakdale. Okay. And that was pretty cool. You went up there? Have you been there? Or are you just Yeah, I've I've yeah. been there. I've been there a couple of times. Uh it's it's kind of a chain in the cities. I think they have three or four stores now. Yeah. Um price wise, it's a little on the higher side, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. It's a little but bit more pricey. Their selection is great. It's, it's phenomenal, yeah. yeah. The only thing I don't like is their cooler space isn't big enough for me. Yep. They don't have uh, a whole lot of Not everything cooler. is cold. I think I think the the best way for it to be would be like uh like the cold section in a grocery store yeah. where just everything's in coolers just to yeah. keep the beer as fresh as possible. Yeah, but it good. seems like they do an okay job of rotating it out. Yeah. I think. I hope. I don't, I don't know. know. I didn't see a whole lot of dust on the bottles, so Right. Uh, but yeah, they we actually went when we did our uh, Bruzik, which shameless plug for Patreon. Uh, we re- released Bruzik, uh, yes, on the fifteenth uh, or fifteenth or sixteenth. Bruzik came out, and Bruzik is our monthly publication where we take six beers and pair them with six songs. Oh yeah, yeah. So we basically play bartender and DJ for you. And you just buy, you know, go find these bottles and listen to the music and have yeah, yourself a, good a, idea. a really good night. Yeah, people should do that. Plus, it was a lot of fun uh, tasting and trying to figure out what songs went with the beers. And the first issue is all English beers paired with English songs. Nice. So it's it's a lot of fun. Oh, good, man. Yeah, so that's at uh, patreon.com slash Studios. Yeah, shameless plug, shameless plug. <laughs> so what'd you pick up at, uh, at Four Firkins? I picked up a mixed six-pack. I was really excited to find that they had a bunch of Anchor Steams beers. Oh, okay. So I got two of those that I have not tried before. Yeah. Um, And then I picked up a variety of others. I don't know. 
a lot of West Coast stuff. Any anything like I don't know. Anchor Steam is one of the breweries that I'm a little sad that I didn't make. I didn't make it to. Yeah. Uh, when I was out there, but it said like there was going to be a huge line to get in, and I'm like, but Russian River and Lagunitas are that way, and Anchor Steam is that way. I think I'm going <laughs> to go to Russian River and Anchor or, uh, Lagunitas yeah. because that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I really like their their uh, their beers. Anchor Steam. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're solid. And I drank a lot of it while I was out there because yeah. it was on tap everywhere. Like right uh, as soon as soon as we hit, you know, Portland down to San especially in San Francisco, just everywhere was anchor steam. Yeah. You it, I mean I so any place I couldn't find anything else, it was either anchor steam or stone I was drinking. Not gonna complain about either of those. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yep. I picked up some Kona. Some cone. I like them. I, I like their beers. I don't know if I've had many of their beers or any of them. What? They have like Longboard and Big Wave. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've had those. All I right. like those. They're nice light beers. Any? Did you pick up anything else? Did uh, you pick up uh, like a bunch of IPA? Like, what's what's your favorite style? If I we're don't know. diving into style here, I uh, right now my favorite style is amber. Okay. I'm, like American amber or something I a like, little bit maltier. Like English. Okay. Ambers are are good right now to me. But my all-time favorite style is still probably Belgian whip beer stuff. Belgian whip beer? But Nothing wrong with that. I go through different phases of what I like to drink at yeah. certain times. I picked up a couple of IPAs. I can't really remember what all I picked up. But I, I just kind of grabbed stuff that had cool labels. That's not a bad way to do it. <laughs> it's not so, a bad way yeah, to do it. Sometimes you come across really cool beer. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just looked and I was like, that's a cool label. I'm going to drink that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm trying to think. All right, so we have, we got about 10 more minutes of time to to eat up here before I can safely call it a show. Okay. And guys, I'm sorry we're kind of rambling, but eh, we're having fun talking about beer. I like talking about beer. I like beer. What are you drinking right now? I'm drinking a fat squirrel. That's a uh, That's the brown from New Glarus, right? Yeah, I like it a lot pretty good all right so rick you're a new home brewer do you have any homebrew questions comments mm. as a new brewer what is one thing you would tell other brewers out there start with extract i don't know that's what i did and it worked really well yeah i think um because i did a partial grain that kind of sucked mm-hmm. um because i wasn't experienced enough to do it yeah. With my first amber. And I think I would have been really discouraged if that was my first beer. Understandable. So I Not would... everybody's miles who can fail three or four times <laughs> and then be like, oh, maybe I should actually learn how to do this instead of just throwing <laughs> things at stuff. Yeah. No, I, I probably would have been really discouraged if I would have tried something harder. I mean, it's tempting, especially if you like a style that's hard to make. Yeah. To just try to make a hard style. Like a Pilsner or something like that. that Oh, that would be a disaster if I tried to do a Pils right now. Nah, I think you'd be fine. Well, as long as you have a place to cool it, you'd be good. Keeping a consistent temperature is... Is key. 
Yeah, and that's a problem for me. I you need a fermentation chamber in yeah, your just, in your new man cave. I'll just get one of those. Hey, all you need is a mini fridge and a wooden box. Yeah. That you put <laughs> stuff in. <laughs> well, no, but I started with the wit beer kit and that was really really easy mm-hmm. and it turned out fairly well besides Miles burning some of it. <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh God, I forgot about that. And I, it, I liked it, and I still drank it, but it did have a slight burnt taste. To yeah, it. and I all I could taste when I drank it was that burnt taste, yeah. which was really unfortunate. Yeah, it's because of Miles. <laughs> Miles isn't even here to defend himself. Yeah, I know we'll blame him. Right. Damn it, uh, Miles. But it it turned out as a fairly good beer for me. I liked it, so I drank it, and... That has motivated me to make more beer. I think I think that's the big thing. My I, my first beer was a Hefeweizen, and yeah. I was so fucking proud of that beer. <laughs> like it, you would have thought I had a child. I was bringing it everywhere. <laughs> have you seen this? You should try it. I made it myself. I was showing up places, bringing like six bottles. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, that, that's that's part of the fun about being a new brewer. And now I'm like, oh yeah, I I make beer. I guess that's a thing that I do. You can try some. It's over there. It's over there. If you want. If you want. If not, there's other beer in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm excited. I'm gonna start. Uh, I want to do a couple one gallon batches. Oh, no, man. Well, I want to do a couple of them like what I did but failed at, okay. where I brew like five gallons and like split it. Like a few it. gallons and split it and try different things in it. Okay. Like an experiment. You know, you could do you could do what I do and do experiments on a five-gallon scale. Yeah. Because then you actually have something to drink when you're done. Otherwise, yeah. you end up with a six-pack and you're like... Woo! <laughs> yeah, but then if it sucks, I have five gallons of shitty beer. That reminds me. I that... have a keg I got to dump because it went bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could always give it to my dad, but... Because he'll drink any. Yeah, he'll drink it if there's alcohol in it. Right. But I... And if I end up with a beer that I really like, and I only have a gallon of it, that's not a big deal, because then I just have that recipe and I can just multiply it. Mm-hmm. And I basically just have to multiply what I did to it after I split it into single gallons. There you go. And that's easy. Yeah. So then I can just make that beer again. Cool. So what? What kind of? So let's 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 create your experiment now because that sounds like fun. <laughs> so what what base beer do you want to start with? A wheat. Because a wheat. I think wheat can, you can do a lot with wheat. Like, are you going to start with a like a standard like fifty percent wheat, fifty percent pills, or are you gonna? Mess with it a little bit. Like, what kind of wheat beer? Because when you say a wheat beer, there's... I mean, that could run the gamut. You could go with something Belgian-y. You could well, go yeah, with something... Oh, yeah, just like a Belgian Like Like, like wheat a Belgian beer. wheat, okay. Like like a wheat beer without the coriander and orange. Okay. So just like, a, just like that standard wheat beer base. And then I wanted to try one with, like, some raspberries and stuff. So put them on fruit? Yeah, well, not all of them on fruit. No, just, but... Just uh, like that... One of them, at least, because my parents grow raspberries. Okay, so so we're all right. So we're taking a fifth, uh, five gallon batch, and we're splitting it into five. Yeah, like one gallon fermenter. So we want to do a a ras. Are you going to use the same yeast in all of them? Are you going to vary the yeast up? 
I guess I didn't really think about that. Maybe I could use the same yeast, or maybe I could switch it up. I'd probably switch it up for some of them. Okay. Probably won't use the same yeast for all of it. What yeast? Like, do you want, uh, like, I suppose some sort of Belgian yeast, yeah. because you really want that Belgian character to come through? Yeah. Yeah, and then maybe do, like, an English yeast for one of them. English wheat. Hmm. Well, if you're gonna, I mean, if you're gonna go that route, you might as well just throw in a half yeast in one of them. Yeah, maybe. And get that maybe nice that. German half of character. That's true too. That I banana see, clove. A lot of things I can do. I haven't decided what I'm gonna do with all of them yet, but I'm gonna brew this sometime this spring. Okay. And do that. Sure, you got the nice uh, house now, and yeah. you can. Yeah. Get you sit out in your lawn and look like you're making drugs in your. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll wear my whitey tighties and, uh, and a fedora. That just seems terrible. It just so, seems I'm terrible. All right. Gonna... So I'm thinking, so you have raspberry um, with just, are you, so with the raspberry warning, do you want the raspberry character to come through or do you want yeast to back that up? I want it to be backed up by yeast. Okay. Yeah. So you're thinking some sort of Belgian uh, yeast in most of them, and then maybe one with a half yeast. Yeah, something like that. Um, I'm trying to think of what other things would go really well in. That would just be fun to try. Well, I've got like uh, I'll probably do some apple in one of them. Most of them will probably be fruit. Um, huh. But I don't want to be make like fruit beers, like really tart, and you want them to be beers sweet. with a hint of fruit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not like a fruit beer, but just like sort of a fruit flavor in the back. Hmm. I don't know if apple would work very well. It could work. I feel I feel like if you're going to go apple in your beers, you might end up just tasting like the green apple off flavor that you can get when you're fermenting. Yeah. Uh, and so it could be construed as, you know, not good. I mean, you could, you could try backing it with a cider, maybe, like doing... That's true, too. Um, doing something like that, but I don't know if a wheat beer is the right choice. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of ways I can go here. I mean, go just trying different stuff is is right. what homebrewing... That's the reason why we homebrew, to just throw things at the wall and see what sticks. I might throw some gurps in one. Some gurps? <laughs> <laughs> like like the role-playing book gurps? Oh, <laughs> grapes. Oh, grapes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gurps. Some huh. gurps, yeah. You could do a peach wheat. That, one, oh, that might not be bad. That's a good idea, man. I'll have to do that. Yeah. You'll have to research that one a bit, though, because peach is one of those flavors that's super delicate. Yeah. And so you gotta you got to make sure that you're not covering it up completely with all the other stuff. And just put a dickload of peach in it. But then you then you'll have like an ounce of beer, <laughs> <laughs> and a dickload of peach. <laughs> yeah, but that you can't do anything with. <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably do some peach, maybe some gurps, some raspberry, maybe raspberry gurps, raspberry gurps. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't thought this out. I'm just thinking on the fly. You could dry one out with honey and see kind of what happens. Like a honey wheat. Yeah. That might not be bad. 
I could do use that. that as your, or even just use honey as your priming sugar to. Yeah. I don't. I'd have to. I'd have to reread some of the notes that I have on, uh, like honey flavors in beer after you know after ferment. Uh, because I mean, like, if you use brown sugar and stuff, they'll give you like a slight molasses hint. I'm not sure if honey comes out too cleanly, though. I don't know yeah. if like you would be left with any of the actual honey character. I guess we'll have to try it and see. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. All right. I'm not too worried about it. I'm just We're gonna, gonna end this it. show because I want to. Bye. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. And if you made it this far, congratulations. You guys are the greatest. Uh, We'll be back next week, hopefully, with uh, some more regular content. And if you just enjoyed our rambling, let us know. Go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindindustudios.com. Or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindindustudios. And if you want to send us some paper towels, uh, (laughs) because Rick is spilling beer all over the table. I pulled a mat. Alright, uh, and you can also follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And guys, don't forget to uh, check out Patreon at patreon.com slash blind studios. And I think that's about it, so I'll see you guys next week. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>